Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Bull is a revenge thriller like no other, ferocious, audacious, and blood-soaked. The latest from BAFTA-winning writer-director Paul Andrew Williams stars Neil Maskell as a vicious mob enforcer who seeks revenge on the gang that double-crossed him. Ten years after he was last seen, Bull returns home to methodically track down those who betrayed him. The film is called Bull. It's opening here in the United States on April 1st, and uh, honored to have with us today the director and writer, Paul Andrew Williams. Paul, welcome to Film School Radio. Hey, dude. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well. Tell me uh, a bit about uh, the origin of the story behind Bull. How did it all come about? Um, It just came about, I think I, I don't, you know, so I'm I'm interested in the father-son thing and, you know, what one person would do for their child. You know, obviously, Bill goes to great lengths in the, in this um, in this film. I think for me, it came in lots of different ways. I came up with I worked and used to work in a pub over here, and all the people who used to come in and drink there all worked in garbage in in, in refuse, and I was so fascinated by these characters and their shady deals and so on. That I was like, you know, these are really interesting people to write about, and I just also like the idea of this character just being you know, focused on what he's doing and just going for it and uh, nothing will hold back. You know, but also, knows, man, I just often come up with stuff and go, I don't even know how I thought of that. Uh, music might make me visualise something and whatever. It's such a, a ferocious character. He's uh, quietly, for the most part. He's very quiet in terms of his sort of external kind of interaction with people, but within him seems to burn a pretty bright light. And um, Right, raging yeah. light. Say again. Uh, Raging light, yeah. Yeah, raging light would be a good way to put it. You know, we've seen films similar to someone who's been wronged, who sort of comes back in revenge. There's There's a bit of a taxi driver vibe to the film, the commitment to violence in the film. Let me start. The commitment to the commitment by me or the commitment by by Bull. Yeah, I think that he, I think it's not a commitment. I think it's just a commitment to do whatever is he deems feels necessary. You know, there's no basically what I see at what he's doing. There's no emotion behind what he's doing. There's no. It's not done with. It's not done from an for emotional gain. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Sounds very sounds very serious. Like I thought about it, but yeah, I'm just (laughs) just come up now. Well, it's the world he comes out of. I mean, this is this is his he the way he reacts. We we see a bit of a precursor to that in the world that he inhabits as as a mob enforcer right I yeah mean, he, he's built for this in a way yeah, i mean he's built to sort of come you know look at i think he looks at violence as a means to an end i don't think he looks at it like he's not sadistic do you know what i mean he's not a sadist he's like i need to do this in order to get this um yeah. when it comes to especially towards the second timeline um Let's dive into this story a little bit. I think I mean, gave some of it in the introduction and anything that you would add to it in terms of what Bull is after or the storyline. I mean, there's his it's involved with his ex-wife and obviously you mentioned his son. Much more that, that we need to fill the listeners in on in terms of the dynamics of the story. 
Well, I mean, I just you, you, all, for me, it's just about him needing answers, and he's been wronged by the people he's worked for previously, and people who he's been close to. And I think once he's now, you know, he's got the bit between his teeth, and is will not accept anything until he finds out, you know, finds out the truth. Sounds so like a bad trailer, uh, but it sounds until he finds the truth. And I think that um, you know what's really good about him. It is the dynamics are all very, uh, and all the people he works for, they're all very subtle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, we join them in their life and their lives are already being lived. We don't sort of see journeys to get to the point. You know, we right. see this is what they're doing and we just join it. We step we, in. We don't grow up with them, if you will. No, in, in no we, don't, we don't grow with them either. They literally just, they are there. Yeah. That's what they, how they act. That's how they look. Yeah. Obviously, incredibly important to the success of the film is casting the film and casting certainly the the uh, the character of Bull, Neil Maskell. I remember him from Kill List, which I I loved. Film, great film. Um, obviously important. Tell me a little bit about getting the right people in in place for these different different roles. I mean, uh, you know, work with Neil is brilliant, and I'd worked with him very briefly before, and. I found him a, a an emotionally open person uh, as an actor, and that goes for all different aspects, from weakness to strength, and you know, love to hate and rage. Uh, I think he has everything there, and it's easily accessible, which is a gift for him. He has the gift of being truly terrifying, should he wish to be because it's like that, like a sponge. But he's also got the gift of being completely warm and caring. And, you know, and that's really exciting, man, because you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what... It, it, it's it's exciting to watch because you don't know... You, you know, you're on the edge all the time because you don't know where he's going to go because he's capable of everything. And I think that's, as an actor, that's what you, what you, what you need. And I think that all the other characters... You know, half of them are my mates, <laughs> people I play football with, people, um, you know, because it was low budget. We were in a situation where we weren't necessarily able to go out to cast so many casts because it was a pandemic. So you cast people you think you can work with and you think you can be relaxed with and who get the vibe of what you're doing in terms of financial restrictions and, and so on. And I think that was, that's always for me to think about casting is that you need someone you can you need to work with people who you can cop in front of. Exactly. One of the keys to making a great film, making a film that works is the internal dynamics. And certainly in this, in, in this film, the, I guess the counterpoint would be David Heyman and David Heyman is terrific in the role of Norm and the dynamic between him and Bull is, it's just a really wonderful part of the film. Yeah, I mean, he, the thing is, is, I've just worked with David again, and David is a very, very good actor and doesn't really need to do anything because you believe him and you believe him when he tells you he loves you and you believe him when he tells you he's going to kill you. Uh, and in a way, he's just normal. You know, he's just a normal bloke. He's not big and strong and giving it all this. He's just telling you. And I think what's so frightening is that when, you know, yes, it's very scary to have some big guy say he's going to beat you to bits. But it's also even scarier when someone's just very down to earth and saying, this is what I'm going to, this is what I'm doing. So, you know, it's like the scene with the mum and stuff, uh, scene with Bull's mum, sort of like that scene, but it doesn't really do anything. 
just talks and looks. And, you know, I think, you know, he's an exceptionally good actor and he is clearly got layers of weakness and strength and all that, like all good normal people have. And uh, you just believe him, basically. He doesn't put any effort in. He doesn't have to, he doesn't have to sell you. In, in the case of, of Norm, who he plays Norm, is uh, the way that the intonation in his voice says all you need to know about the how the people around him see him, how they respond to him in ways that are he's so authoritative and so. But as you said, I there are the moments where he can say, you know, I love you, or yeah, it's just you're right. I just I guess I'm going to repeat what you just said. Yeah, and I think we've all you know for me working with actors is brilliant. I love it and. Yeah. I think that you don't, a lot of the time, I, I, we think we have to show feelings and sometimes you just have to say, and I, I, it's very simple. I think we try, we complicate things with thinking an audience won't get it. Absolutely. The film is called Bull, and we're talking with the director and the writer of the film. Terrific film. Sounds like there's two people. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the director we slash the director writer. and the writer. <laughs> and writer, um, Paul Andrew Williams. In the reviews that I've read and the kind of write-ups of the film often mentioned the uh, level of violence, the kind of the graphic uh, nature of it. And it, again, it's appropriate, but it's also shocking at the same time. Um, yeah. How did, how did you approach it? I mean, it's shocking. It's shocking because it's, it's got a realness to it. Yes. Because realistically, you know, you see someone get shot. That's how we might see it. You see someone get stabbed. If we were in the room, that might be just exactly what it looks like. You know, it's not like it's not done for a spectator. It's done uh, for the people in the room. Does that make sense? It's not yeah. done for anyone. Um, so yes, there are there, there are definitely violent moments in it, but they're not done for the audience. If that makes sense. Um, now, even though they, uh, you know, they seem to have sort of registered with an audience in a good way, you're sick because that they are. They are done for the necessity of the scene rather than like, you know, not cutting someone's eyes out just to be gory. He's actually got, he's doing something because he wants, it's, it's the means to the end. But also it's very, you know, I was saying before, is like how we watch violence if in reality is not how, it, how we watch violence on screen is not how we'd like to see it in real life. And sometimes you show something as it would be in real life. It makes people very upset. It's much more difficult to watch because if you see someone get, if you see people taking punches in movies, that's one thing. If you see someone get punched in real life, it's not very nice, right? And in a way, that's what we've tried to do. Like everything that Neil does or the violence in the film is done as if it was done in real life. Um, and that makes it, I think, really hard to see. While there is a, an expectation of it, once we sort of after a few minutes, there becomes an expectation of the violence and, and the graphic nature of it. But it's the specter of violence and that and what we are, don't know exactly how it will manifest itself or when it will manifest itself that continues to kind of ratchet up the, the, the tension within the film. And uh, to your point about, you know, what we see in films and in real life as, as opposed to real life. My dad watches a lot of Westerns, right? Back in the 40s and 50s, people are getting shot all the time and you never see blood. And there's this kind of this sort of progression and evolution of violence in, in film, in cinema, that is what you're talking about. <clears throat> I think in some ways there's a there's this sort of have we've evolved 
in, an, in our understanding of real violence. And, and I think that plays into, into this film. Does that yeah, make I mean, sense? The thing is, is, yeah, no, as I said, you can have someone who'd watched the most horrific violence in the, you know, on film and TV or horror movies or whatever, but then if they had to witness someone getting hurt, it's yeah. just not. The film has received a tremendous amount of positive feedback, positive reviews. They got Rotten Tomatoes. It's 100%. Um, surprised. Yeah, really. uh, I mean, um, obviously gratified so, by it. But yeah, surprised. I mean, do you know what? Listen, man, it's, 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 it's really great to have anyone like it because you make it because you think you'll like it. And then if someone else does, then that's great. You don't make it for people, you know, in a way, you don't make it for people to like it. You make it because you think it's you, you're going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why. And, and sometimes that might work and sometimes that doesn't. And, you know, not everyone likes it. My wife won't watch it. Um, but there are people who do seem to like it and people get from it what I try to give it, give them. Maybe. And uh, that's positive for me. Thank you. And uh, that question came out a little bit differently than I, I was in my mind. I didn't mean someone should be surprised that they No, I it. am surprised to it. Mate, don't be that. <laughs> of course I'm surprised. Okay. You know, anyone who's not surprised, anyone who's not surprised by their own success is potentially a wanker. <laughs> Because I think we're all think we're a bit, you know, rubbish, <laughs> you know. So when someone says the opposite, you're like, well, one of us is wrong. Well, I want to thank you. And I want to thank you for Bull. I want to thank you for the opportunity to talk to you about it. May I'm grateful to you. Thank you. Yeah. The film, again, is called Bull. And we've been talking with writer, director, Paul Andrew Williams. Paul, thank you so very much. Come back um, anytime. I really enjoy it. Hey, yeah, I'm you. very grateful to you indeed. Thank you very much. Man. Thank you so much. Take care. Take care. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. Music